from the Credit Union National Association. This is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. While enterprise risk management is considered a daunting undertaking for all but the most resource-plentiful credit unions, Tony Ferris believes an ERM framework can be applied within virtually every credit union. I'm Ron Jose, a senior editor with CUNA News. In its most basic form, ERM is simply a prioritization tool that allows credit unions to identify where to dedicate their time and money, Ferris says in this episode of the CUNA News podcast. It allows you to level set as an organization, align your priorities, and work through opportunities that exist, Ferris says. Ferris is the founder and CEO of Rochdale, which specializes in ERM, strategic planning, governance, lending support, and consulting to financial institutions. The framework Ferris describes allows an organization to gain a better understanding of itself. As he says in this podcast, each area of the organization exchanges information cross-functionally, providing a comprehensive view of both the credit union's risk profile and opportunities within its operating environment. Tony, thanks for joining us. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do at Rochdale and and also how your organization works with CUNA? Yeah, thanks. So I started uh, with my business partner at Rochdale, I guess it was 17 years ago now, coming from a background of financial institutions, primarily wholesale at the Federal Reserve Bank. And so we started Rochdale with the intent of being able to assist the credit union industry in solving its major problems. Throughout 2008, 9, and 10, of course, we had the big downturn, let's call it. And risk management became a primary focus for us in terms of solving significant problems for the credit unions we were working with. And even we were called upon by the NCUA working with them to put together a framework, which is really the ERM framework that comes ultimately out of COSO to assist credit unions in in solving those significant problems that they were facing at that point in time. Since then, we've really evolved and really focused and honed in on specifically risk as a solution to strategic options. And so what that means in short, what do we do is we do risk management for the sake of helping credit unions meet their objectives, period. What that is, is simply avoiding that big issue that might be looming out there in terms of a threat from a competitor, an operational breakdown, a significant loss, something that would impair you from meeting your objectives. And probably more importantly is seeing new opportunities. You know, How might you deal with the advancing fintechs? Is there a way that you might invest in or partner with a fintech as you understand what the implications are of those businesses? So at the end of the day, it's pretty simple. What do you do as a credit union? What problems might exist? And then how are you going to uh, see those problems so you can actually problem solve? And Rochdale works closely with CUNA. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that too? Yeah, that's been a fantastic relationship. We began working with CUNA, I think it was in 2012 is actually when we began working with CUNA. And we collaboratively developed the Enterprise Risk Management Certification School. So it was the industry's first and primary certification school for risk professionals. 
know, since that time, I believe we've had about 2,100 students go through our, our program, which is pretty amazing to think in an industry this size that we've had, you know, literally that many people come through our institute and be involved with, you know, enterprise risk management at CUNA and Rochdale broadly. We have probably one of the most active sites in terms of ongoing communication with these individuals, you know, that continues to just happen. Yeah, the engagement is key. It really is. And, you know, out of that was an offshoot with, uh, it was originally GRC Institute, and now it's a compliance and risk committee or council rather, that continues to form and function as a, a recertification body through CUNA, ourselves, and the committee. So does every credit union have an ERM program or a GRC program? Should they have one? The short answer is no, they don't. Yes, they should. And I don't just say that for business purposes on my end, but when you think about anything that you do, you think about driving to the store, what could go wrong? You get a flat tire, you get in an accident, you forget to take your wallet, you know, what could happen? It doesn't matter what business you're in. You might be running a church, you might be running a small business like me or a trade association, certainly a financial institution. As a business, you face all types of risks. It's really just a matter of running your business. The difference is we traditionally do it in our head. Risk management just brings that to a discipline, much like HR or IT or any other business discipline that we apply to our organizations so that we can advance in terms of our business and our proficiency at running our businesses. So how does a credit union formalize that process? That's the great thing about a risk management framework is you can really start anywhere. You can start at the very top of the organization and just simply say, what are the 10 biggest risks we face as an organization? And strategically, just start with a simple list like that. You can start at the very bottom and say, you know, from a operational standpoint in IT, what are the critical controls that might go wrong that would allow something bad to happen to us? And you can work your way through the organization in either direction. So it's really sizable to the maturity and size of the entity. You know, I know that, uh, you know, one of the common questions is, does size matter when it comes to operating a program? And it doesn't because you can scale to any size of an organization and make it as simple or as complex as you want. There's no reason that every entity shouldn't be doing risk management. I mean, we are informally. The fact is, if we put the framework in place, it just allows us to level set as an organization, align our priorities as an organization, and really work through those opportunities that exist. So so what are the primary types of risk that a credit union is confronted with? Do you, do you break it down to a, a certain set of buckets, so to speak? Yeah, there are a certain set of buckets. The uh, NCUA has defined seven buckets that are out there, you know, that range from the typical liquidity, concentration risk, the financial, the transactional IT. So you can define it in terms of those broad buckets, but you can also look at it on a business application, which is kind of mentally how I tend to look at it is. You know, you have a lending function, you have an IT function, you have an HR function, or 
You can look at it from a strategy standpoint. What are my big strategies organizationally? And what are all the risks that branch off of each of those strategies? So depending on where you sit in the organization, you're going to think about risk a little bit differently. If you're in the risk function, kind of operational risk, you're going to think about it from a transactional and from a into a perspective. If I'm sitting in the executive chair, I'm going to think about what I have to accomplish this year and what are the risks associated with that. I don't really care about what buckets you put them in. Are there hot topics that Rochdale is kind of following for 2022? Yeah, the question would be, are there not hot topics? <laughs> given, the, given the current environment and what's, yeah, what's going yeah. on, Really, everything is is a hot topic at this point, but predominantly what we're seeing for 2022 and beyond is at the methodology level, it's just a maturation of people's programs. How do we learn from what just transpired with the pandemic over the last couple of years to realize how do we take all the information that we've been sourcing and better understand it to move our organizations forward? For example... There was nothing that came out of the pandemic that was new. Human resource issues, the war on talent, retaining talent was all there. It just got accelerated very rapidly. The move to digital was already a competitive threat. It just got accelerated. The fintech switch was already there. It just got accelerated. So these are things that were currently happening out there. They just moved up their timeline on us. And had we actually paid attention to the risks that we had already sourced, we would be in better position to look at those. And so most of your credit unions who had an ERM program, and certainly our credit unions, had those types of risks throughout their program and were able to kind of look at those and better understand their current position and thus act more quickly on them. In terms of specifically your question of what's hot for 2022, there's no doubt that uh, fintechs is a big, big issue. And what level of business are they going to take? Can we keep pace technologically with the spending that's necessary out there? You have certainly the issues associated with consumer protection or regulatory, right? You've seen legislation proposed that really limits the amount of income that credit unions can gather on non-interest producing, you know, NSF fees or other fee. As a result, you're seeing credit unions, a lot of big credit unions that have now dropped NSF fees. So those are things that are certainly trending and will affect the strategic performance of the credit unions this year that we need to absolutely be paying attention to And then you got things that are starting to really raise their head. They're going to be issues starting now, but they're going to really run over the long term. I mean, look at artificial intelligence and virtual reality. Those are hitting us hard on new types of autos, right? What's our lending in the auto market going to look like? How are we replacing our workforce uh, with AI? And what does that mean for us across the board? So those are just beginning but they absolutely have a big impact. How does cybersecurity integrate into ERM and GRC? There's no doubt that the bad actors are going to continue to perform their magic on us, and we have to be ever diligent, which is really why we have to source as much understanding about the risks as possible. How that interacts with your ERM framework is 
your risk management processes aren't trying to replace all the good things that we already do, right? When you think about traditional credit union, we already do a ton of financial risk analysis, you know, in our lending portfolio, our investment portfolio, we're really good at those risk analysis. There's no reason to recreate it. IT is very specialized. The info security is very specialized. What we do from a risk framework standpoint is we partner with those areas to bring in that expertise to your formal ERM program so that you're giving and getting information so that that is all baked in and it's all looked at on the same scale, right? It's all talked about in the same vein. It's not piecemeal to you, to the board or whomever it might go to. So we all better have a comprehensive view of what's going on in the organization. How has ERM evolved in the past few years, especially as the pandemic has altered so much of what we do? Is it changed how you approach things at Rochdale? It really hasn't changed how we approach things per se. What I would say is it's been a mental shift for many in the industry of it's a reality, right? So some of these things were being talked about, but we had this notion of, and this is a bias of the human condition, right? If it can be put off, I'm going to put it off. And so those things were out there in the future. All of a sudden now, these things have accelerated and everybody wants to work from home or you know, we went completely digital overnight. These segments of the population that we said would never adopt technology. And those things present different types of risk as well, I suppose. Absolutely. I mean, it goes directly to the viability of our credit union. I mean, if you don't have the talent, you're going to be in trouble. Um, if you can hire the talent, our expense ratios are going up astronomically, which affects the viability. And certainly if we can't invest digitally, then we're going to be in trouble. I think it's estimated somewhere. It could be as much as 40% of the income in financial institutions will be stolen by fintechs over the next five years. You think about that risk, that's huge. And what about smaller credit unions? What would you say to a CEO of a smaller credit union that says, you know, I have limited resources, but I want to protect my members and I want to protect my organization. How can I take care of ERM and GRC at my organization? I think you just stated it. The fact is, look at it like you have $1. You know, certainly a small credit union has less resources and less dollars. I need to invest those dollars as efficiently and effective as possible. ERM is simply a, a prioritization tool that says, here's the biggest things that I need to be worried about, which means where do I put my time and where do I put my money and everything else I put to the side. So when you think about what the purpose of ERM is, it's most applicable to, in those cases, the small ones who don't have the ability to just throw dollars everywhere. So if you want to invest in the right things, quickly, then I need a prioritization way to look at it. So if I know this is the biggest risk I face and the dollar impact of that, then I can put my money where I absolutely need to and ignore everything else. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio.